When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of Talk Shonen, everybody. My name's Jared. Just going to avoid the question. And my yep. name's Matt. And my name is Peter Stolen Swords. That's a good name. I know. It's a great name. Because you're a Teef. I'm a level 12 Tiefling. Teef. Yeah, except when Kyle says Tiefling, it's T-E-E-F, and he means teeth. <laughs> Look at my Tiefling. <laughs> I thought that's what that meant. What does that mean? It means that you like tea. What? Teeth. <laughs> We're going to talk about the new Dungeons and Dragons movie, so I'm going to say it right now, right up front, before we go any further. Heavy spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, many. fix it. Go see it. And then listen. But it's okay, guys. You're not going to miss much. It's 7 out of 10 at best. Right right up front, he's, he's giving his thing. So I won't ask you at the end. I'm still going to tell you at the end. That's fine. It's That's a requirement. Fine. I just assume you're going to do, do things your own way no matter what I say. Just to annoy Jared, the movie was directed by Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly with a screenplay by Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly and Michael... Buble? Gilio. Oh. Gilio? I was hoping it'd be Michael Bublé. Gulio. Gulio? Julio Gulio? McGulio. And he stars Chris Pine, Mike Shell Rodriguez. I almost said Michael Rodriguez. <laughs> Mike Shell Rodriguez. Reggie Jean Page. I don't think that's how you say that. Justice Smith, Sophia Lillis, Hugh Grant, Chloe Coleman. I'm going to read every single okay, actor in the movie. It. I'm not really. I'm just kidding. Daisy Head and Jason Wong. There we go. <laughs> done Those and bradley cooper that was the bradley cooper was the entire he was the greatest character of the greatest, greatest bradley cooper was the we're greatest just gonna talk about the, the movie, movie now kyle apparently is just let's doing talk his about damn thing. bradley cooper no i mean you're in charge that. here just make I know, him stop i know i know stop it it's not gonna work he doesn't listen to me he just, doesn't listen to anybody that's fine so when his show is recording just yell during his the film score this film score was by lauren balf no, no one cares. We can we can do things not just reading Wikipedia. I think actually you've made this completely unusable because I th- I think there's I think Wikipedia is copyright. No, it's copyright. It's not. It's, it's not copyright. It's not copyright. You're just being a plagiarizer. You can write whatever you want on. You're a plagiarizer. Right I wasn't now. reading Wikipedia. You're a plagiarizer. I was reading Wiki. Wikipedia. You read Wikipedia. Yep. <laughs> which is Dungeons and Dragonsopedia. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was telling me how big I- every actor in the movie was. And most of the women were above Justin Long. Is that what you said? No. Nah. What? Didn't you say Justin Long? Justin Long's not in this movie. You said it. No, I didn't. 
Yeah, he said Wong. Wait, shut up. <laughs> he said Long. No, I did. I said Wong. It's Jason Wong. I said Jason. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so we're gonna we're gonna jump I into cast my this. Dodge on you. So this movie. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. Apparently a Nintendo. There's is. my Tamagotchi. <laughs> Damn, children always ruin recording. It just died. <laughs> His Tamagotchi just died. Give him a moment. That's what that was. It, it doesn't even want anything. It was just being annoying. Oh, wait, it wants to eat. Goddamn, always wanting to eat. Sorry, it's a newborn. Just smack it. That's what I used to do. Shake it. Just, uh, just don't shake it. Sorry, that's the one thing you can't do is you can't shake a can newborn. You, can you hear it? He's so hungry. The eight bit graphics. Why is graphics, it so small? Yeah. Because everything's smaller now. <laughs> they do make bigger ones. Is it so it has more room? It's the bigger <laughs> ones are like this big. Yeah, yeah. right. So it can <laughs> run around better. Has a larger backyard for your Tamagotchi. So Bradley Cooper. No, we're not starting at Bradley we're Cooper. Not there and yet, I will that, punch you in the dick if you continue exciting. mentioning Bradley Cooper. He you're not a, you're not allowed to talk about him now. Only me and Matt are going to talk about the, Bradley Cooper. The, start, you're not the whole allowed, plot revolved around nope, him. You're not going to you're not going to be able to talk during the Bradley Cooper section. It's just going to be me and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you've used your uses of his name already. Like you've reached like there's like a maximum. You gotta you've call him, it. You got to call him limitless now. Cooper Bradley. Nope. You can't do it. You can't just switch it around. You have to only refer to him by his character's names Kyle. in movies. What was his character's name in this? I don't remember. It wasn't important. <laughs> it was on. Okay, let's not talk about that. We're not going to jump straight to Bradley We're Cooper. doing it. It's no. happening. His so, name. Was- nope. So this movie, uh, one of the big things that I told these guys before this movie even started was that most of what's in this movie, whenever you're looking at like a creature or someone of I shouldn't really say creature all the time because I feel like you lie person a little bit about different all that. race because that's really what it was. These were just the different races from from Dungeons and Dragons. It was practical effects. Yeah, it's very cool. They used a lot of practical effects in this. Jonathan, that dragon was not. The dragon was a real dragon. That Birdman was not. They raised that dragon for this part. That Birdman was real. Those little jellyfish that were on the walls weren't, even though you tried to tell me they were. They, that's a, That was a simple one. That was just LED lights inside of silicone. Practical. I just had the greatest idea. No, I need we're to not become a plastic surgeon. No, we've, you've sidetracked us I'm enough. Be, you've sidetracked silicone enough. should always have LED lights in it. So that you can see that in fake boobies? Yes. Okay. You put on the RGB thing so it's just flash. That would be so much better. (laughs) Imagine going to a club where there's the women and they do the dancing thing, whatever that's called. Strip clubs? Yeah, whatever that's called, I'll do that. (laughs) Or like go go clubs or burlesque. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Wherever they're like, you can a lot of names. They just turn them on and it goes with the music. I would pay so many dollar bills. Yeah, so uh, they used a lot of practical effects in this movie, which was something that I really appreciated because of you know many other movies over reliance. I would say on computer animation, uh, which sometimes works to its detriment. Sometimes is a good thing. Not anymore. I literally just watched the thing about how good that is right now. They can like CGI water perfectly now. Well, yeah, because Avatar. That was like the hardest thing in the world for a long time. Yeah. Well, no, it's still hard. Like it's, it's, still, it's, it's not, not easy. I wouldn't call it perfect, it's perfect. but it's pretty fucking. Did you good. see Avatar too? I mean, I've seen stuff from it. Look, they they call the snow perfect and frozen, and it helped them. It helped them solve that Dyatlov Pass like nonsense. It still mm. doesn't look 
perfect. Wait, the how water did the snow solve jump looked, off pass? Looked like just water. That's a whole separate thing, Kyle. <laughs> That's a different show, then. Um, I don't know. I just think a discerning eye can still see it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is that it's suspension of disbelief, Matt. When you go to a movie, you're supposed to log out of what you think things are. Says the man who never logs out of what he thinks things are. But, uh, but no. I mean, really, and CGI isn't an issue. They use CGI in this movie. And CGI is not a bad thing. It can actually add to the the movie yeah. if you use it in the right spots. The issue is an over-reliance on CGI because the issue that I have noticed for a lot of movies that over-rely on it is you have a breakdown of, I'd say, knowledge, not necessarily like communication, but definitely knowledge of people that are working as computer animators and people that are working as filmmakers because it's you have to have someone that knows about the process there yeah. on the day because you need someone that knows you know about lighting and knows about that you're lighting true, for something that isn't true. necessarily there so there's like a lot of things that make it more difficult for an animator afterwards that unless you took the steps to do it right right off the bat it's going to make life way more difficult for the people afterwards. And it'll probably end up with, you know, a subpar, uh, subpar, you know, product at the end. Yeah, I can see that. The lighting in Toy Story is terrible. It'd be one of those like five years. The original Toy Story. Yeah. No, no the last the, one. The last one. Four years later, it'll be like, oh, remember how good this looked four years ago? Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, everything. <laughs> Every time uh, technology progresses, you look at anything old and you're just like, except for like, you know, there's some things that hold up. Like like Jurassic Park holds up. WWE Smackdown for PlayStation 2. Holds up. Holds up. Totally holds up. But no, um, I mean, it, it was totally mentioned at the beginning, the, the Eric Coker guy, uh, the, the Jonathan. Except Jonathan! For I, I, I don't think his name, it sounded... It, sounded it wasn't like, Jonathan. No, it, it sounded like it, Yeah, it, but it was close to Jonathan, but it was just a little bit yeah. different. It was like Jonathan. Yeah, John- but it, then at the end, right as it ended, it said Jonathan came on screen, like the guy's name, and I, so I just kept yelling Jonathan in the yeah, theater. Gotta, yeah, I got to figure out if it is if it is Jonathan. No, it was like jo- Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan? Jonathan. It's Joe. Nathan. That Joe sounds accurate. Name it. it sounds super accurate. Nothing. Did you just shit your pants? <laughs> yeah, twice. What was that sound? Uh, I accidentally started playing a video. You shit your pants. Of someone shitting their pants. That's what it was a video of. What are you into these days, Matt? <laughs> shit play, apparently. Oh, it was a link you sent me. Oh, oh Kyle's oh, blame, into this shit. But <laughs> blame me. It's Jarnathan. 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 J A R Nathan. That which is a very Dungeons and Dragons name because you'd be like, my character's name is Jonathan. They'd be like, it's a fantasy game, Jarnathan. <laughs> you just start adding, you start adding letters yeah, to your you're name. Like, my character's name is Derek. They're like Derek. I'm like with a Y, <laughs> and it's not where you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's huh? at the beginning. It's a silent, it's a silent Y. <laughs> oh, I love that. But no, I mean, there was a lot of things that like happened in this movie that you were like yeah that is just a dnd campaign like that's just what happens in a dnd i'm just gonna say right now this was the best oceans 11 movie i've ever seen i'll agree (laughs) because it was a heist movie at the end of the day it really was it was a it was a fantasy heist movie and Uh, they pulled it off better than you know 
I'd say the Oceans movies did. I, I heard a lot of people saying like that we're not fantasy fans that were like enjoying it. I was yeah. very much looking forward to seeing it. And I think I think that like heist double crossing aspect, like you're I mean it's it's a story old as time at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um You were thieves, you had a friend, he did some double crossing. Yeah. They tried to add depth to it, but I mean like it's at the end of the day, it's like you've seen it done before. Yeah, it's a cliche. Cliches are cliche you know for a reason. A good yes. heist movie. Yes, the bank job with Jason Statham, where they just blow up a wall of a bank at night. Jason Statham is how old now? We just saw him in that trailer. Oh, he's three hundred. He's got to be like he's got to be like anywhere between I'm going to say forty six and fifty four. I told I told he's Jared not forty six. He's definitely. Like 92 or something. I told Jared in the theaters, I was like, you think Jason Statham's going to be like Clint Eastwood? He's just going to be like old and wrinkled and still trying to do action I like how that's the one actor you picked out of that movie when all of them are super old, still doing action movies. Well, just they... Family. Jonathan State Jonathan. Jason Statham doesn't do... Jonathan Statham. Jonathan Statham. Statham. Uh, He doesn't do like other movies that much. That is true. He does do mostly, mostly action. I think... so. I, mean, I think at this point, Vin Diesel only does Fast uh, and the Furious movies. No. The Pacifier? Uh, there's a new Riddick coming out soon. Oh, yeah, there is. And he has a hand in all those movies. That's why he's like the unstoppable main character. Well, of course. It's in his contract. Him, oh, and, and, him and The Rock both have that, I can't lose a fight. Yeah, Vin Diesel does not seem like he would be fun to play Dungeons and Dragons with, because it seems like he would be the, the player one and everyone else is just an NPC. Well, he's actually a DM. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. He, he would be a great player one. for me to play with because I would ruin his day. Uh-uh. Also, I, think, I think I could. Well, because th- here's the thing that here's I think he Kyle knows the rules better than you. I don't follow yeah, no rules. Definitely does. Kyle's like, what the fuck's a rule? Kyle's like, what do you mean I can't cast three fireballs on one turn? I got three. You said free action, action, bonus action. That's three things for me to do. No, no. It's not about the rules that I break. It would be the character that I create would be the problem in the end. You'd be surprised. People constantly keep trying to come up with like the most broken, most ridiculous characters. Not broken. Just me as a person. Yeah, broken. Oh. If you were going to use one adjective to describe Kyle, what would you use? I mean, well put together. That's a pretty good one. Broken is a is a great way of doing yeah, well it. Well put together. He, I said well put together, and he said that's a good one. No, you're just you're trying to sneak it in there. I'm very kept. Kempt. What? Kempt with an M and a P. No, kept. Un- un- someone keeps me. Oh, Kyle's like no, I am. I live in this dungeon. <laughs> yes, yes, but uh, I don't even know what we're talking about. I'm we're a just, kept man. We started talking about Jason Statham now, I and know. I got confused. He's British. Oh, but no, no. Vin Diesel does DM, so that's like he's he's actually a really I would really play big play in his camp. Yeah, he's really really big in that. Um, I mean, so is, so is you know Joe Manganiello, which you know if anybody listens to Rummers, you know how I feel about Joe Manganiello. But you want to kiss him on the mouth? I yes. would totally kiss him on the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to have one of those three way kisses that used to be a big deal with him and Channing Tatum at uh, the same time. Listen, that's respectable. It'd be sexy. It would be the sexiest one. And he wants Matt Bomber to just be rubbing his back. <laughs> I'm just picking characters from Magic Mike now. <laughs> I would just like the whole cast of Magic Mike to make out with me. <laughs> that's what that's that's what You're I like, like I took their magic. Once again, we said we said <laughs> if Now they're just Mike. <laughs> I'm the magic in Magic Mike. 
I'll be the mic for all the guys from Magic Mike. No, but I mean, Dungeons and Dragons has had definitely a resurgence since, you know, the 70s and the Satanic Panic. Uh, you know, Kyle knows all about that. I don't that. think that had anything. Kyle was around. Harm it at all. I don't think that. What? Kyle was around for it. He's actually old as shit. He I'm the reason for young. the Satanic Panic. I was doing all the things they said that all those daycares were doing. Eating babies? No, flushing them down the toilet, Jerry. Oh, I forgot what Come was on, happening Come on, know your babies. satanic panic history. <laughs> I just know that everybody was like, Dungeons and Dragons, dragons are of the devil. No, man, there's daycares flushing kids down the toilet. Those people went to jail for life. That doesn't even seem satanic. No, <laughs> there's a really good uh, podcast that covers it called uh, You're Wrong About that covers the whole uh, Michelle Remembers book. That was really there good. There you go. Free plug. You're welcome, that, it's, that it's, podcast. It was really good. Yeah, but no, I mean, it's definitely had a resurgence, and I think it's, you know, partially due to things like Critical Role and Dimension 20 and, like, the big streaming games, but also because of the amount of just, you know, celebrities that are super into it, which is funny because none of those celebrities that are really into Dungeons and Dragons were in this movie. Yeah. Name three. We just named, we just uh, named name two one, we already named two. <laughs> You got to name one Matt, more. Matt Mercer, there's your third one. There you go. He is a celebrity. But I mean, if you had to go with uh, another one, I'd say... Uh, Does Christian Bale play? No. How do you know? He'd probably be insufferable. Patton Oswalt plays. So does Shaq. I'll accept that one. <laughs> I... Hmm... Would you play a D&D game Shaq was DMing? Yes. DMing? No. Yeah, no, me neither. I, if he was a player, I'd play with him. He'd be a bard and he'd be scratching the whole he'd, time. He'd, he'd be, be doing DJ shit the whole time. He's I playing. would play with him as a bard, but he has to be a halfling and it'd be hilarious. Yeah, I, I feel like Shaq only plays the spot. I would want to sit next to a seven foot tall man and have to pretend he's three feet tall the whole time. He'd just be like, <laughs> can you sit on the floor really quick and I'm going to stand on I this I need to chair. be able to visually look down at you and I can't do it right now. Kyle, I'm standing up Kyle on the table. And you're sitting down and I still can't do it. Yeah. But no, I mean, so there's a lot of celebrities that do love Dungeons and Dragons. None of them are in this movie. Most of the people that are in this movie never played Dungeons and Dragons before. Are you um, sure? Yes. They they say it in multiple interviews. Um, they actually, to get in the mindset of Dungeons and Dragons, you know, because Wizards of the Coast did release character sheets for all of these characters... Um, so they were able to play as themselves. That's cool. They and you know you can play as them in your home games now. Um, free plug for Wizards of the Coast, I guess. Um, letting people know, you know, because we're more we're more famous than than Dungeons and Dragons. Everybody knows that. We're doing them a favor by talking about this movie. Um, but no, uh, they played as their own characters in a campaign to try to like get to get used to. Uh, like what it was like and see what would happen. So a lot of the things like... I don't understand how that helps you in a movie role where you're just playing like some medieval weirdo. Like that'd be like... like they I don't think Heath Ledger played Dungeons and Dragons to prepare for a Knight's Tale. Well, Not the you, same. You you just named two movies that are just full of anachronisms. How do I named one movie. Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. okay. Knight's Tale. That's two okay. movies. Yeah. And... And I said you did that. They're both they're both full of anachronisms. That's like I don't know what like that word means. Oh something God. that I doesn't match the time period. So it's like 
both of those movies had so many modern elements to them and like how they talked and how they did things and how like decisions they made and music that they were like, Oh yeah, no, totally. The, 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 the people with the really long horns are playing. You know what they should have did for this movie was they made them play. And in, in the scenes wrote the, wrote the, wrote the dialogue after they rolled. Yes. I that would be a pretty interesting move. What what if they all died right at the beginning? Worth it. Whole new cast. Then you just bring in. You just do one of those fun things where like you, you, you ever watch those movies where they kill the. You think these are all the main characters. They all die right away. You're like, oh, okay, and then you get new ones. Like Legend of Vox Machina. Like Feast. Like Feast. Sure. And Death Proof. Didn't watch either of those. Wow. Do you not like Kurt Russell or something? I no. You got something against Rosario Dawson? Yeah. Wow. Not Magic Mike, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I, don't, I don't even know what to say. I will agree with you. That would be a cool way of making a movie, especially if it is a Dungeons and Dragons movie. And then is they have to keep they, firing the cast because the cast keeps losing. Like, can one group of people we hire for this movie <laughs> actually succeed? Can we get one person that rolls well? But no, I mean, there's definitely ways to do it. I mean, there is a trope in D&D where when your character dies, you make the exact same character, yeah. and you just go, it's his twin brother. Instead of Ed, it's You're like, oh, Ned. No. oh no, Balthazar died. Now, good thing we found this wizard, Halthazar. <laughs> He's, He's exactly the same, but his cloak is green. And his, his, beard, his beard is a little bit, little bit longer. Like what was the web comic beard. from when, like a million years ago? Looking where there was a group comic? That one. Did you ever read that, Jared? No, I didn't. The Necromancer's great when he sets the orphanage on fire. He's a warlock from WoW. Oh, okay. Yeah. The same said, thing, right? When he, set, when he sets the orphanage on he fire? He sets an orphanage on fire. And? The kids died. And? They have a parody song of the uh, Whole New World Little Mermaid song. It's called Slaughter Your World. Okay. There we go. See? You were just saying, you're like, ha, huh, isn't it funny? Kids died. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't remember the joke. There was a joke that went with it where he was like, you saw them coming right at me. Oh, okay. He was trying to say he didn't mean to or some shit. Which, I mean, in Dungeons and Dragons happens quite a bit. I mean, in this movie, there. I mean, I like how it started with the whole they're in prison for something that really, it was like... They, the, were, they were set up. Yeah. It, it, it was almost like you were coming into it in the second like arc of a campaign. Yeah. Where you're like, you did your first thing and you guys failed your first mission. You have to have a fun way of coming together. Yeah, and God, I, I God team build. I like that it wasn't just at a tavern, even though technically two of the characters did just meet at a tavern. But you know, the whole in that prison was a flashback. Yeah, but you know, they Tarantino did a little bit, except for it wasn't all the way to the end. It was just just back. But uh, but no, I mean, like they did have the standard two ta- two people meet at a tavern, and for some reason they just you know, like we're best friends now. She um, gonna raise my daughter. Yeah, but you know, I liked Chris Pine's character. You know basically being like this is my tragic backstory because every single D character has to Jonathan have a tragic they backstory. had perfect backstories they did they did i mean let's let's run over them really quick you had chris pine where he is a bard a yeah. super bard so, so he doesn't he didn't do anything really bardy he didn't sure he did. but he was definitely a bard he cast inspiration a bunch of times yeah named uh yes, when he, he was when he would play and sing it had a visible effect on the people around him. It was very Barty. And it was it was an it. interesting way 
I, you know, there was a couple times where I leaned over and we were just like, inspiration. Yeah. He just gave inspiration right there. No, he was just playing a ukulele thing. It's uh, loot. loot. <laughs> yes. But that that's the whole thing. A bard's main job is to be is to be really good at a lot of things. To make women fall in love with him and then seduce them for not the use all, of the dungeon. Not all bards are trying to fuck everything. And I, I actually I like how this. I said that they got the keys. To the t- it was spycraft. Okay, still, most people, they pigeonhole bards into hyper-charismatic yep. and always trying to, bo- to to bone every single thing that, that moves. because that's, yep. that's how their stats work. No, mm. they're just a high-charisma class. They're a charisma caster. Yeah, there's plenty of them. You can't just say they're not high-charismic and then be like, Well, no, because here's the thing. Yeah, but that's you not can, what it means. You can play high-charisma in multiple ways. Like, you can play... High-charisma could just be someone really nice. Yeah. Like you can you can be a very nice person or you can just be easy to talk to, but it doesn't mean that you have confidence. Like you don't have to be an overly confident person and have high charisma. People might just like you. Speaking of, their wizard had none confidence. They didn't have a wizard. They had a sorcerer. They had a sorcerer. You know what? Tomato, tomato. No, completely different things. No, they're not. It'd be like a tomato and an orange. No, it's not. <laughs> Where you're like both are round. You're like both are round. And have seeds in both them. are kind of bright. Both make my mouth feel a little weird way. But one what? of them I like. What is wrong with you? Both are what does sort that mean? of both are wet on the inside. Tangy. Tangy. <laughs> That's what it meant. So you now understand your weirdness with tomatoes. Apparently they make your mouth feel weird like oranges. Like I don't I don't understand where that goes, but you yeah. rolled a, a, a nat one for that. For that explanation? Or just or just in eating? No, for eating those fruits. <laughs> But no, I mean they had they had a I mean sorcerer is another charisma class. It's a wizard. A wizard is an intelligence class. Yeah, they're different. They're casting stat. They learn through learning. That's where their magic comes from. Books and school. That's wizard. Sorcerers have an innate magic bloodline. Yeah, and his was he's the he's a wild magic sorcerer, descendant from a really really powerful wizard. So he's and his he's very he's if you think about it, he was charismatic in a way of people liked him. People everybody seemed to inherently like him and was comfortable speaking to him. Question with zero confidence. Did he have pointy ears or was it just his yeah, hair? He was slightly a, pointed he's ears. A he's a half elf. elf. Okay. I was like trying to figure out if his ears were pointy. They literally said it one time. Except for they didn't say what he was. Well, he said, I'm half human. Yeah, you just said half human. Half you had else. to like figure it out. Like well, just I mean, go like your ears are a little off. Plus also if you were gonna power build, you'd be like sorcerer, half elf. I want that plus two to charisma. I'd be a high elf. That would give you a boost to intelligence, I think. High elves get a boost in. So better wizards. Yeah, I'd be the best wizard. Yeah. Are high elves an actual race? Or is it just like a sub race of elves now? Um, there is a, I mean, yeah, they're, they are a sub race, but they get, uh, they get proficiencies in magic and stuff like that. Wow. Just like, just like how there's like deep gnomes and stuff. Yeah, exactly. What's a deep gnome changed my mind. I want that. It's, that sounds like he goes hard in the paint. They're, they're called sniffled, snivel, sniffled bun. I forget what their actual thing, but it's like snivel something S N E V L something. The rest. Yeah, They sound like they push P. I'm they, down with are, that one. they are, un, they are underground. Remember when they were talking about the Underdark? That's like around kind of where, like right above that. Is I'm where, sold. You don't need to explain anymore. That's what I'm going to be. Are. They're surly and cynical and they got gray fatalistically skin. Uh, 
Oh wait, never mind. That's a different sentence. <laughs> Another sentence. Just those two things. <laughs> Every noise that can be made. Matt's musical today. <laughs> That's what that is. But no, so you okay, so we've gone over the bard, we've gone over the sorcerer. Uh, and then we had, of course, Michelle Rodriguez, who was good barbarian. old barbarian. Uh, what kind of barbarian do you think she was? A barbaric one. I'm thinking she was just your your standard go-to preserver. She barbarian. had uh, improvised weapons. I'll tell you that much. That she did. That she did. She was she was crazy good uh, at fighting with literally anything. Yeah, she punched a helmet to death. She did a bunch of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, barbar- punched them right in the helmet. Their rage is death. is their power, man. She was very smart, though. So apparently, none of them were smart. Yeah. Hell yeah. When the, when the brain things didn't the eat them. intellect devours, but they're like, oh, they're, they're drawn to you know the smarter you are, the more they're drawn to you. And they like stopped for a brief second and then just walked past every single one of them. See, oh, from from experience playing D anD D. I know that's because most players don't use that stat. Oh, dump stat is intelligence almost always. Because I dump all of mine into that, and people are always like, why? And I'm like, because it's going to be funny later. Do you play as a wizard? No, I just play as a really smart guy, usually, who's bad at everything else. But do you... I mean, if you have high intelligence, you'd have like really good religion and history and arcana and... You'd be good at a decent amount of stuff. Yeah, I don't do magic. None though. of it. I stab things. None of it would be helpful. I would just have though. it. Like your proficiencies would be all weird. I do it for myself to be like I'm the smartest one in the room. You just play pretentious. Yes, he's an RP. You can you could be pretentious and not be a lot of dumb. The people role are playing is better than the skill points. <laughs> but I mean, once again, you can you can RP pretentious without being high intelligence. No, but I want to be. Most people that are pretentious aren't highly intelligent. But I want to be. Okay, you're, you're just fun. like, you're like, I'm not really You're not understanding the point life, of why I'm so. doing it, so it's fine. <laughs> I don't, in real life, I'm quite stupid, so. I'm very genius-y. I want to, to do the opposite. Smart. You're like, I'm equally as pretentious, but. I put it all into charisma and intelligence, and then I just try and just be a dick. I mean, high charisma is one of the most helpful things ever. Social interactions are most of the game. I'm ugly, usually, because I don't put anything there. What, I mean, what do you mean there? That's just that's your own imagination. Different games. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just say you just describe yourself as ugly then. Yeah, different games. Okay. Games in which you put stats into things. Into beauty? Yeah. Cyberpunk has one. In beauty? Yeah. Doesn't it? Attractiveness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good thing. Good thing. It's a cool, useful thing in that game. Like coolness is a stat yeah. in Cyberpunk. Yeah. But uh okay, yeah. So Michelle Rodriguez was a very interesting character. She definitely seemed like the a lot more like she you can tell her character was an intelligence dump because just her and she's like general <laughs> conversations say oh i could kiss you try it <laughs> i thought she wanted him to i'm not lying i the, it, the way that was delivered was he like was too tall she, for her. should he kiss her it it was kind of she, but he at was the same too point, tall yeah. for her yeah yeah she definitely had standards um, and then you had um, the the druid. I can't remember her name. It, it was druid like, girl. It was like a weird one. It had a D. I remember yeah, it having a D. I have it up. Right Daphne. Now. It wasn't Daphne. It was like I kept thinking they were calling her Dork. Dork. Yeah, it did it's sound Doric. Like a, it's Doric. It is Doric. <laughs> I just heard, hey, Dork. Yeah, with an I. 
Yeah, so I mean, you had. I feel like she was so one. She was a tiefling, and I. It was a very old school depiction of tiefling. Yeah, very humanist. They didn't even make her look. They should have made her look like sunburned at least. Yeah, like made Why? her a little red because tieflings are usually red. red. The the fact that people play them purple is stretching it. Nowhere was it oh, ever. They've, ex- said. they've expanded now. Is that accepted now? Yeah. But players made that. That was not a thing that was written. It used to be that they were skin like regular skin colored it was, in the earlier editions. Yeah, and then it was red hues. And people red. said purple is a red hue. Yeah. Purple, purple became, is a red Purple hue. became very popular. Uh so then they said they can be red, purple, and then some people Blue? were like what about blue and blue uh, really Not got a red hue? It I is, argue blue violet is the most blue you could be. Um, well, critical role, uh, they make shit up. Jester's, je- well, it became very popular after Jester because what they did was they made a, twi- a twist to it because she had water genasi. She was half water oh, genasi, okay. well, that, half tiefling. That's different. So they said that that switched her ancestry. So now she's a blue tiefling. And her hellish rebuke was uh, ice instead of fire. That's kind of cool. Here's so how they purple, did a full tweet. Here's how purple works. They have a breathing disorder. So they're not getting enough <laughs> oxygen. So they're turning slightly so blue. So they're turning slightly blue, but they have a red tint, therefore purple. Also, apparently pink is acceptable, too. Like pink. Pink's pink. red. Like bright pink. Like a hot pink that's, is acceptable. That's just red with some white in it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so she was a tiefling and it was like I said, it was a very old school depiction of the tieflings. It was like the earlier editions where they looked like humans just with horns and tails. Um, she was an interesting character. I'd say she was one of the fighting wise, super strong. She was dope to watch. She was the best yeah. one. Like she was crazy in combat outside of combat. I think I liked her character the least. I think they did the least with it. Like I, I felt like she was there. She was my favorite. She was an owlbear and that was cool. Well, yeah, owlbears Al Bear, are dope, and she turned into it quite frequently. And, and she I could, heard you go, what is that? Wait, what, to the owlbear? Yeah. I know what the owlbear is. I knew she turned into an owlbear from the preview. Who said that, then? Was that oh. in the movie? Might have been somebody yeah, in a different Chris, row. Yeah, Chris Pine went, what is that? Okay. And, oh. then he, and then he was like, owlbear. I just attributed that to you. You were in the movie for me. That's fine. That's cool. You were Chris Pine. <gasps> Thank you. That's awesome. I was, he said, what do you mean? What, what's wrong with my lips? Are too they're too big for your face. <laughs> but yeah, but See, no. So I, she I thought that she likes halfling dude. Yeah, that's yeah. That was, you find out later that's what it is. But I mean, I I think that the that that Doric was the weakest character. I felt like half the time she was there just to make Her, just to give Justice Justice Smith. Uh, someone to be like awkward around and have her kind of comment. Is that the actor's name or the yeah. sorcerer? Yeah. His name was Simon. Yeah. Simon. Yeah, that's the character's name. But yeah. Simon. I was talking about the re- real guy. His name is Simon. His name's oh. Justice? Yeah, his name is Justice. Oh, shit. He was in Detective Pikachu. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But uh, but no, so I mean, like, I feel like a lot of a lot of her, the reason for her being in there and like sometimes it just felt like she was there to further his plot along. And I would have liked to have seen her story further along a little bit more. Yeah, I think the other side of her, her powers was her character. Yeah. Like, she had the whole, like, well, you don't want to let the elves down. Mm-hmm. But that kind of, it really was just her powers was her yeah. personality. She was cool, though, for the was cool. I think the weakest character was the paladin. I thought that his character was amazing. He I abandoned no, what, them. What it is is his personality was amazing. Them. 
the 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 personality pattern. was fantastic. He yeah. abandoned that. He did. He did. But he wasn't ever a member of the party. He wasn't meant to be a member of the party. He was, a member he of was the party. meant to be when when they shook hands and they bonded and they were in love or whatever. Yeah, he became a member of the party. He was like a like an oh, NPC that you meet weird. along the way. That's like you're a way higher level than us, and we yes. need you to complete this mission. Like we will die immediately if we try to do this thing. So we need a high level NPC. And the 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 dungeon master's like, I got you. How about a weirdly awkward, hyper literal paladin? I do not traffic in colloquialisms. I've decided that when we finally let Jared play D anD D, since he's the only one that never has, that's how I'm going to play a character. It's it's a great. That's my personality. It's a great way of doing it. Someone who doesn't understand sarcasm and colloquialisms and things like that. But I'm gonna be a deep gnome. That actually way, works because way up there. Because if you think about it, they wouldn't get out that, that no, much. No, and they're cynical and surly. Yeah, so that would actually be perfect. I I love this idea. We have it in the books. We're gonna do it right now, um, live, right here. So, did we mention that Chris Pine's character has a daughter, and that's like the whole plot point? Oh yeah, we didn't mention yeah, anything fact. about the plot. At we, I said all. we were talking about characters first. We're just talking about the main characters. A long, right there. long time. And then ago. Hugh Grant was just a dick. Hugh Grant played the. He was another roguish. Yeah, fighter kind of guy. Yeah, he was he was definitely a rogue. Well, rogue is a mindset, right? Not not really a class because you as long as you can lie and fucking swindle. We talking about rogues just know how to stab just a little bit better than everybody else. Yeah, but he they get eviscerate. He, he never um he never like showed he had any of that because he's a successful level one rogue. <laughs> I, th- I think he might not even like he might. I don't know. You could argue he wasn't even a rogue. Yes, he was a con man. Yeah. I mean, which could be a backstory. Like, like he literally, yeah. we didn't see him do anything except fighter shit. He just held a weapon. Yeah. Which, I mean, Rogue is a martial class, so they hold True. weapons too. I mean, so. He was uh, one of them talky guys. But, I mean, at the same point, Chris Pine uh, showed a lot of a lot more roguish things. Yeah, like, well, Bard Bard was always some variant on a, like a rogue caster. Yeah, you're suppo- yeah, supposed to be a magical rogue. Uh, and the thing is that he didn't do any magic, and I was kind of waiting for that, especially with the whole like him always having the loot. I on thought him. he was going to use guys a guys said he spell. did. I thought he, no, we said he gave inspiration. That's not that's magic. A class that's a skill. That's a that's an ability. Bards could like cast literal magic spells too, like knock and unlock a door. Or yeah, like, shit like that. Remember that one time that Ryan said I could play a bard, and then he made me stop because I kept making songs about pies. No. Because was actually singing during it. It's hilarious because every time you've mentioned it to Ryan, you've mentioned it to him now, and both of them have been like, I Ryan, don't remember no, that Ryan at remembered. All. Ryan remembered. Matt doesn't remember. I, I might not have been there. It wasn't I, like okay. the same people. I might not have been there, and I literally don't remember a lot of things since my car accident. <laughs> like, not a joke. It's just blank. <laughs> my brain was like, we might not live the next few moments. We're going to just delete a bunch of this RAM. We we're going to download some more RAM later. Your life you got to remember fl- this moment yeah. just in case. Your life flashed before your eyes, and it just went, get rid of half of that. Just just, just get rid of it, just yeah, in case. That's kind of what it was. Yeah. It only wants you to remember this moment in time during this. It did a disk cleanup, and it was like, you could download that later. Yeah. You <laughs> uploaded that to the cloud, right? Shit, you didn't. <laughs> but no, um... Yeah, so let's talk about the daughter because the daughter is a huge, a oh, huge well, point. Let's we, talk. We, let's we, go back a little further. One character we missed, 
the wizard. The wait, the what's the red mage? The what red, were they called? The, it was yeah, like a red. They're red, red wizard. Red wizard. Red, red wizard. Yeah, they were wizards. Which I mean is a documented bad guy in D and D. In earlier editions, wizard. there was a red. There was like modules built around the stopping red wizards. Red wizards. Oh, okay, and them being extremely powerful, like normally lichy kind of people. Well, they yeah. were all avatar. Well, they were all those that. Okay, so at one point we see the little like red wizard count in a flashback and they yeah. all looked like two degrees from becoming liches oh yeah they were yeah. all like hundreds of years old hanging on by whatever as, Ky- as, Ky- as kyle they weren't said, dead as kyle no, said voldemort thingamabob made them all dead they're zombies oh they described it that well, way that thing did i'm talking about the wizards that were sitting on the council before the spell uh, yeah like when that thing, chick yeah. showed her face like i don't think she was dead right no that was just they her. said they called her 300 years old you don't age if you're dead yeah Exactly. So I mean, they're j- she's just uh, she turned into a lich thing at the end. Yeah, totally. That was her true form. That's why her avatar. dress was all fucked up too. Did you yeah. say their avatar? Yeah, their avatar. Their little tattoo forehead things, glue and everything. One well, that's just the air nomads. <laughs> oh, that avatar. I'm like, none he of was them like, were they're blue. not blue people. <laughs> I don't understand that. Uh, Chris Pine's daughter, and this was in uh, Way of the Water. She was. Yeah, yeah she was an avatar. Yeah, Who she, was she. She played uh, young Loak. There's someone in this movie credited she's as just also, being a yes corpse. She's the little kid in Gunpowder Milkshake, and that movie's very fucking fun action movie. Okay. I've been meaning to see it. It's on my list. Really I, I haven't checked it out yet. half of it. It was good. That <laughs> I, I and Bullet Train. If you haven't seen Bullet Train, watch it. I love too. Bullet Train. It's, Bullet Train is the most unrealistic movie ever. Yeah, gun, you cannot run up the back of a train. It's the same kind of awesome as Bullet Train. Okay, cool. You cannot run up the back of a train. Yeah, have you tried? You should try it. Well, not well, not a bullet train while it's moving. Most impossible thing ever. Plus, you can't break that glass with your fists. He was that was what he got. That's the only that's what thing he got that hung I... up on when when he flew through the whole train and didn't hit a single thing and then survived that landing. Yeah. he was like more believable than jumping forward on a moving train. It's so <laughs> funny. I was like, I think you're getting hung up on the wrong points. Um, but yeah, to to bring it back to to so there yeah there was a red wizard and she was she was visibly evil. <laughs> and the fact that nobody, <laughs> nobody had a little an issue. bit hot. when she used to de- oh, yeah. detect magic, and she was like, ah! <laughs> "Yeah, bro, that's that's how you detect magic. I think you have to do that. If you scream like a ghoul every time you cast magic, you're probably not a good guy, and everybody should be a slightly suspicious of you. If your eyes have a constant ring of black around them, a little bit of glow. Yeah, it's like um, I don't know if this is. I don't know if this is on the up and up. They're like, she's not a red wizard because she's wearing black. Yeah, she's, duh. she's wearing. She's wearing blue. <laughs> oh, it was blue. Deep yeah. blue. It was like a, it was like a grayish blue near the end. Oh man. Which what? I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna you know hide being a red wizard, you got to go the opposite way and be like, I got to do a cool color. So that girl, uh, the red wizard, um, Daisy Head. Yeah, <laughs> she's in like everything spooky <laughs> and magic. <laughs> but she was in Shadow and Bone, Sandman. This. Oh yeah, she's the tailor, and she's yeah. Okay, Un- I know exactly. Underworld who she is. Blood Wars. Okay, not for nothing. But in her her IMD picture, she looks like the ghost face mask. Wow, that's mean. I don't think she looks like the ghost face mask. But I mean, she's got some sharp features for sure. No, she's a beautiful woman. She's a beautiful woman. She just played a very creepy, scary character in this one. And Kyle's just mean and has two high beauty standards. No, I'm just saying in that picture, (laughs) that particular picture, she looked good as a bald, evil monster lady. Okay. All right. 
I'll, I'll give it. That's your. That's that. his type. That's his, that's. I was type. like, oh yeah. He's, he's like, give it to me. Yeah, man. When she started rotting at the end, I was like, oh, getting a little. Sick. He was like, ooh, mommy. <laughs> he's like, mm, mommy getting fermented. I rolled for boner <laughs> and got a five. That's pretty low. <laughs> you know Un- what? Unimpressive boner. <laughs> you, you, you know what? Uh, most people roll a five, and that's normal. It's average to roll fives. <laughs> Not all of us could be packing a 20. Can't I have a natural 20? <laughs> Sometimes I got to deal with my natural five. Shut up. So what was this movie about? Because we're like 47 minutes into well, this. It's because we I, haven't described I, I was going to talk thing. about the daughter because the daughter is pretty much the crux of the whole thing. No, she is not. Yes, the crux she of the is. whole thing is that Chris Pine's character... Edgin. Ed. Yeah, we well, just call edgin. him Ed. Yeah, he's been Edgin this whole Seems time. Edgin. He he was all like, Oh, I'm gonna join the black wall, blah blah blah, fight white walkers and whatnot. He joins like some secret. You're in the wrong wrong wrong. It uh, was a so way easier a so, way easier name. It was the Harpers. Celibate cult, whatever. And it he was, was all like not a celibate. He was all like celibate. wife, I'm only here to do good things, and that's it. And she was like, I love that you only like doing good things. And he was like, Yeah. But I'm gonna steal some things, and then like he stole from the wrong bad guy, and then they stabbed his wife say? to death. Okay, I was gonna say fuck, you killed her, but I was then I was like I tried to tame it a little bit. <laughs> I mean, they did kill the shit out murdered of her, murdered the shit out of his. They wife. killed her, murdered her so, so dead, dead that she couldn't come back to life, even except if you had. Here's the part the of that that makes nonsense. I don't, I don't think I think they, he didn't think this out when he came up with that. He was thinking in like grief mind when he was like we're gonna bring her he burned her body what comes back from that is she just an ash cloud oh it's magic resurrection Ma- yeah. you don't need a body for it's just true resurrection most like or it or it just had a wish yeah it could have it could have literally been yeah. a wish spell in an in an artifact you know what sometimes dead is better i learned that you yeah know? pet cemetery i will say i mean okay i'm gonna say heavy spoilers for critical role right now if you guys aren't caught up on it just, yeah, if you're they also on, agree that sometimes dead is better? Fa- well, I, I'm going to get to that. So fast forward one minute. In the most recent season of Critical Role, there's a, ca- there's a guest character who is the ex-girlfriend of one of the player characters, and she just got introduced. And this player character is like 500 years old. He's, an, oh, he's a gnome, and every day he rolls a D100 to see if he'll die <laughs> of old age. So, <laughs> I like that. So, uh, so yeah, so she's his ex-girlfriend but she still is young and in her prime and the reason for it is after they broke up she met a man and got married had kids and then a monster came into the town and killed her and she was dead dead and her husband became an adventurer you know made an adventuring party and met a powerful wizard that had access to the wish spell, basically, and wished her back. So she was dead for like 300 years and came back. And now, you know, as a gnome, her, her children are still alive, but she's younger than her children now. And she's having a hard time reacclimating fully to being alive because she was dead for so long. Yeah, it probably felt like even longer. Yeah. Like, because she was dead for longer than she was alive. Yeah. So, and she explained it like, you know, being dead is kind of like you're you're a, a snowflake that lands on the ocean. At first, you're just a snowflake chilling there, freaking out. And then after a while, you melt and you just 
are the ocean then. And she was like, and it oh. kind of is difficult to be pulled back from that. I don't know. I like the way they described it in this, where she was probably in another. Another place. Yeah. Yeah. Another realm living her different life. Well, that kind of is the same thing. Yeah. Being a snowflake? No, it's not. That's well, like some being, Lion King shit. True. It's circle of life. I thought you'd prefer that. Um, I mean, no. in real life, yes. Yeah. In fantasy life, no. I'd like to imagine that I'm going to go somewhere and fight dragons all day. Nah. And then if you take me away from it, I'm going to be sad. But what if you're, What if the world is fight dragons and being alive is fight no, dragons? No, no, no. And you'd like, be another thing. Like, imagine it more, more like Valhalla, but you go there and all you do is you fight a dragon. It dies. It comes back the next day. It eats you. You come back the next. It's just you and this dragon. You're like best friends at some point. Are you saying imagine dragons? I don't think that's how that works. I'm just saying... How cool would that be? I mean, it would be, it would be interesting to have like a never ending fight. But what if you're like, hey, I don't want to do that today. No, that's when you and the dragon, like after a few hundred years, you guys are going to become friends. You just go and you have a drink. Yeah, you're just like today. <laughs> just hang let's out take, inside. Let's take today off. You go see a movie. Yeah, it would be cool to have a dragon best friend. But uh, <laughs> and then like you guys are just like friendly for a long time, and then like mm. you fucking say the wrong thing, or you like touch his gold by accident, and then it starts again. <laughs> And just like it's on, yeah, it's on like fucking Donkey Kong again, dude. I don't care that we went and got pizza yesterday. <laughs> you touched my stuff without asking. You yeah. put perfect. Don't touch my drum. Perfect set. reality. <laughs> I put my nuts on your drum set, dude. Uh, but no. Um, I mean, yeah, you are right. Sometimes dead is better. Dead I mean, is and that's better. And that is something. But I, you know. His character also, really though, was also though. Okay, what someone made that magic thing. Yeah, just make another one. Normally, you have to be insanely powerful. Dungeons and Dragons has a weird thing, where just because someone was alive a long time ago means that they are so much more powerful than you could ever even dream to be. Just level up. Even if you get to level twenty, there was somebody alive thousands of years ago that was just as powerful as you are, but. They were just a little bit more. Just level up. And they were a little bit more. No, go there's, go there's into the forest max. and fight squirrels or something. Nope, level max. You know how many squirrels you'd have to kill to get from level 20 to level 21 if that existed? And I've killed so many Rattatas just to get a Pokemon, like a, a Pidgey at like level 100. You don't kill Pokemon. Yes, they, you they totally die. You knock them out you, you and never leave die. them in the wild. You never see Gary's Raticate after that fight. And then that you find them true. at the tower, yeah. you kill Pokemon. It fainted means it died. What about when yours die? Take him to the hospital because you're a good poke. This is just like the horse thing all over again. <laughs> you have good and you have bad owners. Yeah. And a good owner always brings theirs back and protects them. It sends it away. Yeah. Sends it away when you need to. But no, um, I, I, I think a major part of this movie was that Chris Pine's character was inherently very selfish. Even when he was trying to do the right thing, he was trying to do what sounded like the right thing, but for a selfish reason. Yeah. And he, he comes to that realization. He had that great line at the end where he was like, I wasn't trying to bring back your mother. I was trying to bring back my wife. Yeah. Because she never the, knew that. Lady. Yeah. At the end of the day, she was a baby when her mom died. So she that wasn't her mom. Yeah. Your mom is not the person necessarily that gives birth to you. It's the person that raises you. Yeah, it's not the one that puts you in a cabinet. I mean, saved her life. Good move. <laughs> Good luck, mom. Thanks for putting me in a cabinet, mom. While you sat there dying, Jesus. Magic poison. Just ultimate sword is what it is. Because it was just specifically by getting stabbed by their blade. 
They just have way better swords. What if you just get like a little nick? That's not stabbed. <laughs> it's not like a also, cursed blade. I think it would never heal. You would die at some point. I'm you would yeah. just keep bleeding. Yeah. Their blood turned black. Yeah, I th- that's the whole thing. You would die eventually, the even if it was blood. a little tiny cut. Black blood kills everybody. Yeah. 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 They, they um oh, excuse me. They um cuz it would get infected. Like you can't like there's nothing you can do about a f- continuously open wound. Yeah. Spit on it. Wounds <laughs> need to heal. The Kyle stop spit on my cut. You're like just get just cover it then. It's magic spit. Oh, me, magic me, me and Kyle watched a movie the other day, and apparently, you, if you're just bleeding over and over again, you can just put bleach on it. Oh, really? Don't yeah. do no. Don't do that. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try that right now. Actually, I got an open wound. I've been talking about. Pretty sure it's really bad for you. It says not to put you're inside like, of you. Like, Matt, I'm go su- to the hospital. I'm surprised it didn't have any sort of disclaimer before that movie. Like, hey, there's gonna be a scene. I'm gonna be like, haha, jokes on you. It's not inside of me because this this cut is on the outside. Mm, not in this movie that we watch. I don't. I don't remember now. I don't know what's happening. Do you, me- so- do you not remember that movie? No, I remember that happened. I don't remember anything else. You don't remember what was continuously her ongoing problem during that movie? <gasps> oh no! Yeah, I do you remember this? Never mind. We'll tell you about it after the show. Okay. Put bleach on so many things. So don't bleach yourself. Much things. Yeah, don't don't use bleach on yourself. A lot of that bleach wound up inside her. Yeah, it was bad. Anyway. But yeah, um, no, I mean, so he definitely did, like, in the end, realize he was being selfish. And that was an amazing, an amazing line. This movie um, is a story about redemption. I heard someone Hugh say... Hugh Grant's character really finds <laughs> redemption at the end of the film. I would say he hit a wall at one point. <laughs> he hit a, a wall, wall in his where journey. there once was a window. <laughs> True. You know, when God closes a window, he builds a wall. So <laughs> when they're doing their pardon in the very beginning and they're like doing that whole opening and they're like the fact that they were about to get released. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I just think Jonathan would do really good Jonathan. hearing my story. Fly bird, fly. And the whole time we're sitting there like, oh, okay, so he knows this guy. He knows that Jonathan has a family and he would understand where I'm yeah. coming from. Oh, and, it's like, really, it's like, and it's just because he has <laughs> Well, even before that, he was like, hey, guys, no, listen, it's going to go great. Jonathan's going to be there. He knows us. Like, he talked about it like the guy was on their side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah. I mean, that was, I, I think that they was They almost like, killed Jonathan. They almost did. Like, if Jonathan wouldn't have opened his wings, he'd been like, I don't even care about my Also, life. how did Michelle Rodriguez not die? How Jonathan was in a free fall. How did he catch her when she fell off? Magic. Yeah, magic. It's, he wasn't intending to fly them. That's the thing. Did she fall off? Though? Yeah, she was yeah. free falling at one point. Not at first, but then in the middle there. Maybe he just was like, I can't let someone die. <laughs> I don't know. If someone's like trying to use me for a free ride, I might just let them fall nah. if they get off. You're going to be like, I'm not going to nah. save somebody. No, that would be so icky, yucky, gross. You would never be able to forget that. You'd be like, they poofed. It was a puff of mist. Can't he, forget that shit. He, you just fly away so you don't have to see it. Just go far enough away. <laughs> you can f- always remember people. Never look back. You can fly far enough away from your problems <laughs> problems really are geo-locked <laughs> if someone to a tries location. someone tries to ride you into the sky and they fall off just fly away never look back just let them hit the ground 
and just go somewhere else. I was like, not my problem. That happened over there. Over where? I'm not looking. Eyes on the future. I'll wait till someone cleans that up. Eyes on the future. It'll happen. But no, I mean, I think all in all, this was like, there is, they they tried to give, like, they they pitched it like it was going to be some really, really funny, really, really goofy heist movie. And that's Wasn't not it? what it was. I mean, it sort of was. That's it was exactly goofy, it was, it was funny, and it was a heist, but it was a heist for the heart. No, yeah. it wasn't. At the end of the day, he wasn't trying to get treasure. He was trying to get one particular treasure. That's true. And he was trying to get his daughter back. This is really about a father reconnecting with his daughter. You know, his daughter was also, bad, she was bad. in that Dave Batista movie in 2020 called My Spy or whatever. That was her? That's her, yeah. Oh, my God. Matt follows her entire filmography. He just read it. <laughs> That's what he was doing this whole time. He was just like, look at her. She was I knew, she, so looked, I knew she looked familiar. Um, the thing, she was that kid in that one movie, and then uh, she was a kid in that other movie. I mean, you are correct, but the thing I remembered her she from was, a kid in this was movie. Gunpowder Milkshake. Yeah. She had an invisibility necklace. She did. I mean, there, that was, they a, stole. there was a lot of really cool, like, like like hat tips. Their for people first that know jewel it. heist was the greatest one. <laughs> they were just like a smash and grab. It was yeah. just smash and grab. I liked that that logic. Be like, it's crazy to think about that. How everything you could ever want can be just behind a thin little piece of glass, and yeah. just now and it's they no got longer. an invisibility necklace. Yeah, which I mean is a great necklace to get. That is that is that is probably one of the most useful magical items which there was tons of i'm gonna say too um maybe it was true invisibility as well because she got up the at the end the the sorcerer couldn't see the invisible person well they said they were distracting i I thought if you oh yeah well could have been the whole fight was a distraction distraction too they said yeah i mean it definitely was that but i'm trying i'm trying to think because she wouldn't have had i don't think red wizards or liches have true sight are you sure I don't know. You're not sure. So I don't well, think I don't think she can lets you see, see magic uh lets you see magically invisible yeah. people, but she definitely could tell that uh wild shape was in the room. Well, that's she just smelled a, that's, it. that's just a high that's, that's a just high perception magic yeah. in general. <clears throat> yeah, so if she casted detect magic or if she if she rolled high enough on perception, they'd have been like oh, weird buzzing. <laughs> what is that role that you would do to detect th- things? Perception. Yeah. No, the other one where they should have they all failed that clearly when oh, they stealth. didn't know that she was a monster lady. Oh, um Oh, insight. No. Yeah, insight's like a um it's it, not like well, insight's getting a feel for a situation, like yeah. trying to read a situation. Yeah. Well, so they, they definitely bad. all felt they all failed. There was there was clearly like you That's can almost a wisdom tell check. They all failed yeah. wisdom checks. Like you can tell that there was points in the story where it was supposed to be like, yeah, they all failed this check. Like you can tell that that how or, things went off, they all failed that check. Like that fight when you were uh uh Michelle Rodriguez is whooping everyone's ass and Chris Pine's just undoing his handcuffs or his, his binds the whole time. And you're like, when someone rolls a one. Yeah. When someone ro- when someone's rolling really, really well compared to their teammate who rolled a one. Yeah. He couldn't even cut it with a sword. Yeah. Well, I mean, even think about it. He couldn't get much leverage. He wasn't going to sit on the sword. God, just hitting them when he hit them with his loot, especially at the end when he waxed the sorcerer with the loot. I was like, yeah, that was a highly effective loot. Yeah, like that had to be a magical item because it bypassed at least plus all resistances. One. Yeah, at least plus one. 
I was really hoping though. I want. Do you know what I wanted to see him do when he got like surrounded by people? I wanted to see him just strum and it did like thunder wave or something. Yeah, or like the one that makes people want to fight each other. Yeah, like I wanted to, or like he finds another, the brown note. He hits. <laughs> yes. Yes. He hits somebody with the loot and it breaks, and he is like he finds it another loot, or he just sings a song, cast mending on. Yeah. It. But no, I, I really thought that he was going to like find another loot, and with that loot, he was going to be able to actually cast oh, magic. Oh, that would be cool. That's what I thought was going to happen. Why didn't he have a magic purple hand that he made come out with the loot? Scanlan's hand? Yeah. Or, sorry, Bigby's hand? They should have did <laughs> the, the actual one. They should have did that Bigby's hand because they had the rock hand and the meat hand. Yeah, I mean, you had Maximilian's earth and grasp, and then you had the meat hand had to have been just a really disgusting version of Bigby's hand. Yeah. Like that had to have been what it is because it wasn't connected to anything. It was just like yeah. at the ow. <laughs> it was just like the the wrist just faded. Yeah, yeah. It was just a a, a humongous floating big bee's meat hand. Yeah, it <laughs> it was just a way grosser version of it. It was just a reskin. But I think that's what it was. I think it was supposed to be Bigby's hand versus Maximilian's yeah. earth and grass. Oh, I only should have had Scanlan's hand when Simon was falling. And but he's fall as he's falling. He looks like he's doing like a baseball dive for a catch, but he's catching himself. Yeah. That was cool, except for the fact that he's still hitting rocks. <laughs> From well, that high, they it's were rocks the that broke apart, so it's not the same. Okay, it would disperse slightly. It would hurt still. He wouldn't have been popping back up that quickly. Adrenaline is is a mighty creature. I don't know. We'll have he to test a it wizard? one of these days. Sorcerer. When you're a wizard, Sorcerer. you can do anything. Sorcerer. Wizards have to study. Sorcerers well, have it in their blood. After, well, technically, after that fall, he would have been a sorcerer. Oh, oh. No, he was a wizard. <laughs> um, she was a wizard. Respectfully, the red wizard. Actually, no, she wasn't she a sorcerer too, though. They kept calling her a sorcerer. I don't know because they called her a wizard in the beginning. She was a red wizard. The term was red wizard, meaning like the bad guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like a court wizard doesn't have to be a wizard. Yeah. Well, I mean, she didn't have a book. She didn't have. She didn't have any arcane focus. I think she was a sorcerer with an undead patron. It's got to be something because it seems like she worked for a lich. Yeah. No, that guy was just not allowed to be there. He uh, that was mind speaking. It was Voldemort. He, he mind flayed her. Well, the mind flayers would be another addition. If, if they do another one, I hope it, it it does have like mind flayers and shit like that. And I hope the paladin becomes a a, a what just was a that standard horn? Thing. They never said what the horn it was, was like called. a demonic artifact. It it summoned the. I know what it did. The thing that's all it did. They it, had given it a name. I it wanted turned it to have the slow mo black lightning into red mist. Yeah. The Red Mister. That's what it was called. It was the nozzle attachment <laughs> from hell. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but the no, horn I mean, of blood dust. So wait, one thing about that paladin, mm-hmm. that mark on his forehead, that was like a little bit of the bad power or something? Because that's where he's from. He's from the same well, place. So what I'm asking race. is, does those people, it wasn't a race, it was a kingdom. They were Thanes. Did those people. Was it Thane or Vane? Thane. Did those tell. people get that? those markings as a culture or did those markings come from because as he was running away his lit up it was like it looked like he like smeared across and it lit up like it looked like he did something activated it because the whole thing is that he is also centuries old but he doesn't look like a dead person there's some kind of elven people is he oh because he was was at the war that was hundreds of years before He's That's definitely. why I also, when he walked up and he was glowing, I was like, is he Azamar? And his name's yeah, Zank. It's like, yeah, it's a weird thing, yeah. 
They all had kind of weird names. They all had very he played like, his trope very names. well. Yeah, but like that's the whole thing. I don't know what he was exactly. Human. He's just human. He was Thayan, but he was a human. He Thayan. was. No, it says he's human. Yeah, I know. Is anybody else listed as undead? That's really he's the only one that I looked up. I think oh, okay. it might have only been the assassins who were actually dead. Okay. Well, I mean, because they did say that you look older. And he said you look exactly the same. Yeah. And it was because they were they were undead. So maybe he just ages really, really slowly. Yeah, he got them Superman genetics. I mean, maybe he is an elf and we just can't tell. Nah, he was human. Maybe it's because he's a holy warrior and he just keeps healing himself every time he gets old. Oh, well, I mean, there are things like, you know, like when the monks get to a high enough level, they just don't age That's anymore. That's what I mean. Maybe he's just aging like well. Yeah. That could be it. That could be that, you know, what, that. Yeah, you know, because Kal-El's yeah. not fucking aging. He's got Superman genetics. So the tattoos yeah. are a mark of, says Tam, which is the lich guy. Yeah. He is a lich. Okay. Um. So, and he's a necromancer. So it's probably, it's probably something to do with why they don't age. I'm thinking also. Maybe the tattoos do help them preserve, like, like extend their life or his, something. The part where he was like, people will attack their loved ones and his parents attacked him. Yeah. They didn't have those markings before they went into the mist. When they came out of the mist, they were all Well, pale. they were bald then when they came out of the mist. But he had it. Yeah, but they, they had, had them had all hair. down on the sides oh, of their yeah, faces they got more too. Of it. Yeah. Well, maybe he got touched by some of the. That's kind of what I was saying. Or That's what I was maybe, so maybe he's that, like he's maybe like touched by necromancy. Maybe because that mark is like that guy's like thing on his his peoples. Maybe he had them do that, and that would activate when that mist went on them. Since that was his entire plot. Could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you're saying they could have been tattooed as a boy. Yeah. Yeah. And they, then they it made was it kind plan of that a once thing. that happened, that would activate huh. the whatever. Because he would want, yeah, an unkillable army. I can't wait to watch time. this movie again. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely going to be a lot more things that I'm looking out for. And I was looking out for quite a bit. Like how I knew that the the old school 80s D&D cartoon characters were that, the other ones that were in it. That which was, was so awesome. good. That was the second of, th- of the three groups. Yeah. I was like, that's such, that's a We never cut. saw them die. Yeah, that's no, true. just in a cage. The third team died. Yeah. We saw that. Yeah. Super dead. The, and and remember me and you were talking about how slow it would take to dissolve in a gelatinous cube yeah. or uh, what we thought at least. They came back like five minutes later like I was done. Well, I mean, the whole thing is you have to think about it in D&D. Well, around is six seconds. To, yeah. I mean, so if they came back in I mean, 30 rounds. Yeah. I was going to say two minutes. Or I think like a gelatinous cube does what? Like 3d8 acid damage or something like that for every mo- for every round you're That's in it. That's a lot. Like, so you well, would fire totally only die. does 1d6 damage if it's natural. Yeah. Well, I think like being in a so gelatinous like, cube so it's is worse like a than being on yeah, fire. Yeah, it's it's way worse. <laughs> yeah. Like a gelatinous cube is like being in a gelatinous cube for three rounds is probably you're gonna die. Like someone needs to have gotten you out or you're fucked. <laughs> like I know it does like a really really high amount of damage, which is why they're so like scary as like an encounter. Plus also they're like a immu- like they're resistant to so many different and things. They just grapple you. Yeah, that's really. I mean, a, well, a lot envelop. of a lot of times they just fall from the ceiling on players, which I mean, it would have been cool if like the ones that were trapped once they went down there and they like got out of it, it would have been cool if you did see it kind of jiggle and move. Yeah, because it's a it's a, like a I don't, I don't want to use the word sentient, but it's it's alive. a living it's a living creature. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I assumed it's like a pl- it's like a plant. It's like a sea sponge. I yeah. assumed when she was like, "I'll pull you guys out." That she was just gonna turn into an owlbear and explode it from the inside. I thought she was like, yeah, gorilla, or something that would like have big arms. But S- anyone else hole. stressed out when I'm like, go faster, snake lady. 
Yeah, I mean, I liked seeing her change into the snake because, I mean, it was just one more thing that she turned into, including a deer. She was very, we mean you said this, she was a high-level druid. Oh, super high. Or or high-level for like a starting range of character. To be able to wild shape that many times. She was like a level 18. There is a lot of of people that homebrew that like outside of combat, you can wild shape more frequently. Yeah, for the RP, we just want to stick for the lulls or wild shape as much as you want. Yeah, they're like, but in combat, you're locked to whatever your number is. So like, you know, keep it under fucking control. And, you know, technically in combat, she only wild shaped once then. I mean, except for when she was running away. Twice. Yeah. Because we saw her. We first saw her in combat. Yeah. But you're talking about like there was days in between those times. Yeah, exactly. But the running away when caught by the vault, that was like. She was a, like six. She did. Yeah. She did so many. Because so, she was the fly, the fly to the to the rat, the rat to a person. her. So that's just, her, coming, that's, just coming out, that's just coming out of it. So that's still just two. And then she went back to a rat. And then she went to a like a falcon, and then she was a cat. Oh, some kind of weird ostrich thing. And then she was Back to herself yeah, again. The, then she was herself. So that's just coming out of it. She's still at five. Then she was that weird ostrich thing, and then she turned into the deer. So she did seven, right there. Yeah. Like I don't even like one encounter. Yeah, like that's you'd have to be crazy high. And the flying, what you, we said the flying creatures is higher level. Minimum than, level eight. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be a level eight druid just to turn into a flying She's creature. She's at least level 18. She probably was somewhere around like a level She like used 12. all her spell slots on wild. But then yeah. again, we didn't see her cast any other magic besides wild shape. Might be her only trick. She got a slingshot. Yeah, that is true. Well, there was a lot slingshot of weird things. Dope. I mean, it really seemed like they kept the magic to just casters. Mm-hmm. Like just sorcerer and wizards. Like, they're the only ones that have magic. Aside from the paladin having, I made my shit glow. Yeah. Like, which is like a normal one. Or like the assassin casting, uh, you know, green flame blade. That that paladin looks like someone who they'd be like, he thinks his shit don't stink. And be like, it really doesn't. <laughs> exactly. It, it's like, pure. He, he would shit right next to you and you'd be like, it doesn't. Like, it actually <laughs> smells like potpourri. <laughs> That's a yeah. That's a trait right there. <laughs> it actually would be a gift. Like he'd be like, if you take that, it's actually a blessing. You're like it. 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 it, it take that for good luck for like a it day. It smells like it, almonds. It, it keeps mosquitoes away. Be like, I thought it had like a citronella smell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want magic poop now. Magic poop is a guy. That was in Vox Machina. They he, had he's like, I'll bless. I'll, magic poop. I'll bless you with my magic poop. It'll be ass Wednesday. <laughs> Quick, rub it on your forehead. we're ready for the swamp now uh but no i mean there was like a lot of like there was critical role references i told you guys because of the whole fresh cut grass uh spell and he even said like in an interview they're like i heard that there was a reference to critical role and he was like yeah my character cast a spell called fresh cut grass and it's because of the character in critical roles campaign three that's so funny (laughs) I just like that he was what that guy was really doing was self-deprecating comedy while stealing from people. Yeah, which is like if you really think because he it, he had to hold their attention even if it was hate. Yeah, he had to hold that attention until he was done robbing while them. invisible mage handing people. Like yeah. that's well, he called it telekinesis. True, which I mean, telekinesis is se- is a seventh level spell. Yeah, and multi-targeting it. Yeah. To like hold concentration and get it to every single person while casting non-concentration spells, which would be why he was casting such shitty spells. Yeah, doing precedigitation shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, and then that he gets fucking, a portal gun. 
Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just Glados eat your heart out. Yeah. Oh my god. He had. He was one of my favorite. I really loved like Simon. everything about his character was I th- cool. Think he had the best character development out of all the characters. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have as many great lines as like let's no, say Chris Pine. No, not at all. Like some of the monologues Chris Pine had was great. Like yeah. the whole like Edgen you, know, you, was can't, you the can't you man. can't you can't stop you can't stop failing because once you stop failing you then you fail. failed. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's a really fucking great. I, line. He was just ripping off friggin' that one scientist man that nobody likes. I tell people all the time. Um, we can gloss over that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> The I tell people all the time the on, the only time you have ever failed is when you stop trying. Thomas Edison. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah, Thomas Edison. They um, yeah, because you you can't you don't fail mid process. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're still in it. You're in the thick of it. Like I said, there's there's a difference between an in ing and an ed. <laughs> you know, an and ing engine has both. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that is, that is hilarious. But no, I, th- I think Simon had like the most relatable and also likable character out of the bunch. Michelle Rodriguez's character was just kind of like you're just awesome. Yeah, she like, was. Everything about you was just. awesome. She didn't lose any fights. Yeah, I was mostly relating to Zank. I think I most related. I think the paladin. Yeah, yeah. he I, was. He I'm was, mostly yeah. like him. I'm a really sexy. Like everybody wants me, kind of guy, and I got cool Does hair. Everything right. I got super cool hair. Who said he was sexy? I did. <laughs> Technically, the only person that said he was sexy was me. Was kind of Justice Smith because he was just like, yeah, you know, if you like that kind of. Thing. I didn't even notice. I just thought that when I saw him. Well, he's the guy from Bridgerton. Oh, is he? I never seen that. I've seen that. Yeah, so that's the that's the show that's where they're laying old timey pipes. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's the main the one, one laying the old timey pipe. Oh. He's the one that's like, oh man, be the one that locks this dick down. Yeah, like so, I I'm surprised that there wasn't <laughs> oh. more just more just fans of Bridgerton in yeah. the theater just to see more of him. See, I forgot that, and I was like wondering why I already had half a boner before. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're like my full bonus. He just walked just in and I was like, up. all right, I already like that guy he's for like, some reason. Like, oh. I know that from somewhere. You're like, it's because I know what he looks like naked. He's like, That's why. <laughs> he's like I think it's because I have ESPN. <laughs> it's definitely the ESPN. But yeah, like I said, I mean, I, I, I liked Chris Pine's guy. I liked Ed's speeches. I liked everything about Michelle Rodriguez's character. She was the heart Yo, of the team. She, her fucking fancy dark steel axe gets knocked in the, the liquid metal and she oh pulls it out and it's all molten and she's like, I like that. Yeah. She, she was so easy to like please though. Like She was just like, as long as I got my potatoes and my little girl, I'm fine, really. like That's all I need. But honestly, let's get to the greatest character of the whole movie. No, you can't Marlin talk about Man. it. So, um, so yeah, Bradley Cooper made 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 academy. His on name this was Marlon. No, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. So Bradley Cooper, <laughs> I was thrown off guard. I heard Kyle go, "Is that Bradley Cooper?" No, I said, "Is that Bradley <laughs> oh, <was> Cooper?" Because <laughs> I was just like, "Why does that guy look familiar?" He looked really skinny. I think he lost a lot of weight. He was so I, I little. Think, I think he got it, really into. I character. think a lot of it was CGI. He was so <laughs> little. He was the, the when you think of a halfling and you you read their size, they're like they can be between this size and this size. They were like, 
why don't we just go with that first number, the lowest number? Two feet. Two feet tall seems good. No, he seemed a little higher than two feet. Except he definitely liked ladies he could climb. Oh, short king all the way. And she loved herself a short king. Well, and his new lady was even taller. Taller. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so crazy. His arm was basically, he rolled a five for arm length. (laughs) If we stick with that reference. (laughs) Yeah. I looked at Jared. I was like, all he needs to use is one arm. I like when they zoomed in, though, and she was definitely holding hands with a child. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was that was so good. I mean, I did not see that coming. Like, I knew it was going to be something interesting when they were like, she got kicked out of her clan because of, because of forbidden romance. And I was like, all right, it's going to be something interesting. I was, I, no, not, I was not prepared. Seeing. I forgot that they even said that besides the like forbidden part. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, Bradley Cooper. Or like it's because you're a warrior race, and he's a tiny, tiny, little, tiny. He's frail like, he's man. like, I have a garden, and he I was cook. the sweetest man in the whole. He world. was like the perfect boyfriend. Yeah, like he was just like you know, it was the only thing about is that it, he made. I dinner. couldn't just weep for you constantly. He's like, I couldn't feeling. just wonder where you were. Yeah, like I was like, oh my god, I'm like, you were just the sweetest man. Like why? And, why would you break his heart like that, Michelle? And her being in jail two years is what lost her that relationship. Yeah, because he just couldn't. He couldn't do he it. He waited a year. He did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because him and him and his new girlfriend were together. For but a what, what was the one line or whatever? Because he he was just so sad. She broke him so so deeply. Where he was like, "Sure, you left your tribe for me, but did you or whatever?" Because <laughs> oh uh, yeah, but you could never get yeah yeah. Because I mean, at the end of the day. You know, leaving her tribe caused her so like leaving her tribe for love caused her so much pain that she was never able to enjoy the love that she left for. Yeah. She shot herself in the own foot. Yeah. It was oh so sad. It's like it was there was such a good character backstory. He I had mean, such a good hairstyle too. It was just like a poof. I mean, if you think about it, let's let's really quick just run over the backstories. You have Bard, who joined secret spy organization of Bards, and his own greed and and everything led to the death of his of his wife. Yeah, he wasn't okay with his station in life. Yeah, yeah. that's because he's not lawful good. Because he's definitely chaotic good. Um, and then you have a barbarian that left her her basically warrior tribe. Uh, for love of a very soft, very loving, tiny man. Yeah, she could have uh, killed her. her <laughs> yeah, and her and her sadness from leaving the tribe is what caused him to eventually have to let her go. She she looked at that little guy at the end like you try and get your climbing gear out. Oh my god! <laughs> when she saw the other halfling, ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, he she was like strap up, get the carabiners ready and the ropes. You coming up? <laughs> but no, and then you had you had the sorcerer that that uh. That had no self confidence in himself. Yeah, did not did not believe that he could ever really achieve uh, anything. Really, that he didn't. He didn't. Uh, well, he was holding himself back. He was true. as his great great grandfather. True. Yeah, exactly. And then you have a tiefling that was uh, disowned by both of her parents because both humans could not bear to have a tiefling for a child. How does that happen? Is that like a changeling thing? Normally, was she replaced with an elf? Tieflings are normally brought in if you have some sort of like devil in your background, uh, which a lot of it is like you made a deal with a devil the, or the, something like the that. The Jersey devil's a tiefling. <laughs> yeah, he's just a tiefling. That's what it is. Yeah. He's a, he's a, two kangaroos made a deal with a devil and 
the yeah. t- and uh, tiefling Jersey Devil was born. And they were people. And then had a beef with Ben Franklin. They were Ben Franklin's yeah, exactly. rivals. But no, so you had that, and then she was taken in by the by the you know the druids protecting protecting the forest. Pretty standard, you know, druid one. And then you had the paladin of an evil, an evil country of people, who you know was basically empowered by this evil that turned their back on. He's basically an oathbreaker at that mm-hmm. point. Well, the kingdom wasn't evil before the whole uh, lichening. I don't know. Those liches seemed like they were kind of. Yeah, that council all seemed a little evil. I think everybody was evil, but they weren't the evilest. And then the evilest of them was like, we're going to be eviler. Well, that's also (laughs) the thing. Like, they weren't like, oh, he's Thayan, so he's evil because of blah, blah, blah. If they were saying he was evil because he was one of the undead army, you were thinking it would said it that way. Not basing it off his culture. They said he was evil because he was Thayan, not because he came from the place. So is it like the old Red Drow lore? Where there's because I know New D and D, they got away from a whole like kingdoms or races are evil. Yeah, yeah. Um, so is it is this like like the old like Lilith ran Drow Underdark? Like this kingdom is so. baddies. Yeah, I think they're just like this kingdom is synonymous with evil. Gotcha. So being a paladin yeah. from that kingdom. You're probably you, there's no way you're going to be a good guy, but then he was. These were all like I think that was really like a great. Thing. Like imagine D&D if you're from an evil tribe of people, yeah, and then someone more evil than your evil tribe of people does evil to them. The only way to rebel is to be a good guy. Yeah, the most goodest guy. That's true. Yeah, and he was the most goodest guy. He was so on the straight and narrow that he didn't let boulders. Stop himself from walking in the same direction. <laughs> oh, is he going to walk around? Nope. Parkour over the rock. Right over the rock. Slow parkour. That was uh, that was one of the funniest. Do you think that shits. was ad libbed by Chris Pine? Oh, I really hope it was. Yeah, I think they were just like making fun of him to Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> just like, look at how look at how straight he walks away. Just oh, oh, there, there's, there's a rock. Is he going to go around? What's he going to do? Nope. Just a, straight. A lot over. of the conversation felt so candid between the people. Like it felt yeah. like, like it really felt like I don't know, like not I know it's all written, but like yeah. it really felt more like being at the table. Yeah. Like I think that's I, that was one of the things that that made it feel real for I think by playing together and like being a party, I think that kind of helped them get into the whole what of you know if I have to say these funny words and talk about these funny fantasy things, how can I talk about it in a way where it's still just me talking to somebody that I'm now friends with? And I think that probably helped out with that because it did feel like just two friends having a conversation. The only time it didn't feel like that was when the paladin was talking because he purposely like you can tell like that was just yeah that was a DM character. Yeah, like that that was made to be like that. It was never going to feel like a a like you know friendly conversation it was just there to do that shtick and honestly when when doric was was introduced she it didn't feel like a natural conversation until she was with them for longer yeah and then she was having natural conversations with them <laughs> it was so good at the end too where she he's like you want to maybe retry this this courting She's, again yeah yeah whatever yeah. <laughs> calm down <laughs> Yeah, they, they have they had such a like a like a natural feeling like young romance yeah. where it's just like yeah you came on a little bit strong and you had a little bit of a weak personality at first and I didn't really find that attractive and then as you hang around them you're like okay I can see you growing I can see some character growth 
It's just like, uh, you know, maybe. What if we give it a try? Yeah, sure. But, you know, like, calm down a bit. Like, you know, I don't want to see how happy you are about you this. You did this magic one time. Now you think you're good at it, wizard. Was it? She was like, I can Yo, see your magic imp- wand poking right now. You need to calm she down. She was impressed, though, when he was like, you flipped the entire gravity of a, of a whole tavern. She's like, you did? Hey, like I said, like when we were when we were watching, I was like, that's reverse gravity. And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, that's like a sixth level yeah, spell. Like, it's pretty good here. It's just panic magic. Well, no, wild magic is cast at a lower level. Well, it's cast at a higher level, but you can cast yeah. it at a lower level. Yeah, because well, the whole thing is you don't know if it's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, you have no control over it. It's, it's the whole reason why a level one sorcerer can accidentally cast fireball on the whole fucking party and kill everybody. Wild magic sorcerers, I always felt were like a Kyle kind of class. You should because see wild like, magic barbarians. I there's there's this so toned down. When they rage, though? their their list is like it's almost always like a helpful thing. So it doesn't like you can't just turn into a potted plant. Oh, or turn into a sheep. That's true. Yeah, why not? It's just not how the rage it, it's works. Not, it's not how the rage, it's written. The rage table. You've is never smaller. been so mad you turned into a potted plant. Now we're gonna write that in for you. That that'll be a thing. Your 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 deep your deep gnome character that is very very dryly has conversations with people will be a will be a wild magic barbarian, and you can get so mad that you become a potted plant. <laughs> we'll 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 treat you like an animated object. You'll still be able to move, still be able to attack, but you will be a plant. I'll make you carry me. <laughs> like, are you saying pothead? Like, no, no, he's potted, like a terracotta <laughs> pot. Still the same color scheme as his as his outfit was though, and the leaves are the same color as his hair. Which deep gnomes are bald, so are they? Usually bamboo. Yeah, <laughs> just be bamboo. I'm gonna have hair. All right, so I don't know if you're. You said what at the beginning? You said seven out of ten. Six out of five. Wait, six, that's that's great. Okay, I'll take that. So Kyle says six out of five. Seven out of ten, though. That's, seven that's, seven that's out of ten is average. That's that's above average. That's a seventy. That's average. It's not average. Seventy is average. That, uh, that's a C. You're talking about like in in school. That's a C. Kyle's saying he's going to give them a five out of seven, the perfect score. <laughs> that's true. That is true. What what do you give it, Matt? Like what 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 would your actual out of ten be? I don't want to like. So I want to say. <laughs> I want to be like 10 out of 10. That's like my knee jerk. It's, I mean, it's the best D&D movie I've ever seen. 100%. Uh, I like the one from 2000. I really good heist greater. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I I give things a really high rating as general. I like a lot of things. I mean, can you really find many faults in the... In I don't... The, other than, the, other than the fact it was like a little contrived and a little cliche. Other than that... I love those parts missing. of it, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I really like this movie. Go um, for it. Just give me your gut. Um, give me your gut reaction. Fucking. You can even give me points. I'll I'll take I'll take like a something point something. I don't even know. Nine and a half. It's like high. Nine point five. This is a really good movie. Honestly, I'd give it like I'd give it like an eight eight. The only reason I'm gonna give it an eight eight is because there's certain things where I was like I kind of wish like the whole lich just showing up be like yeah okay like that's that, fair. like i'm like i would like to have heard a little because she never even said at any point like when she was casting it she never was like this is for in the name of blah blah oh, blah it totally blah, blah. wasn't that was for her yeah so it's like why did you even show him like why is he even in it that okay that's fair and i because he's her boss i feel like that was more like world building teasing that's what i'm hoping for but yeah. if it doesn't 
Yeah. Then it's just going to be fucking it's irritating. Just no, trash, they do kind of. When he phone calls her, him and her have a conversation about doing. When he this. shadow skypes her. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he's absolutely he shadow skyping her in the corner of the room. <laughs> yeah, he was telling her to do this for him. She doesn't need to announce it if she's doing it in service. See, of, I don't know what she. Like every time you go to do something, like if you're spell- at a job and you're like sitting there and you go, you you work at like Kmart. Are you like for Kmart as you check people out? So are yeah. you saying like every time? What I thought was that she was trying to like Sith her way and like uh, uh, usurp her boss. That's what I thought at first. Now he told her to, but do but yeah, it. he was totally like aware of what she was trying to do. He was like, "Don't let this shit stop you. Get it done." That's fair. So so. At it first, was definitely thought, part of his bigger plan. I thought she was just trying to do the same thing he did, but maybe it is like a lesser version of what he did. Because no, because they explained that like he can't leave the area where that's not a thing. Yeah, so he, he was making a that. new one so that he. Could uh, he she was trying. She was trying to. She was trying to pull like an America where like it's expand, like, hey, can we leave this base of, of undead army here? His yeah. So, like, she might control the new ones, but they all work for him. Yeah. yeah he controls her, I'm assuming. And this yeah. is the whole thing. We don't well, know. I'm sure he could kill her in an instant, right? Yeah. It's not always the whole thing. Yeah, she's got that forehead tattoo. He was definitely a demi-lich. Like, he was, like, a like a high... Like, he probably has his soul locked in a phylactery. Like, he has probably all Probably more shit. than one. Yeah. I, that would be, like, a good thing, like, to have this keep going. Because what is he going to want to do? He's going to want to take out the people that took out... That ruined his plan. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's going to go after them. So I, I I think it's definitely set up that it can do sequels. No, and we, we I, and if we learned again, yeah, if we learned anything man. from from the the open gaming license debacle with Wizards of the Coast, uh, Hasbro said, "How can you make more money for Dungeons and Dragons?" And I think movies is a good way without pissing off your fan base to do it. So making more like shows, movies, things like that that take place in the you know like sword coast area and in the then you know the the wizard um you know wizards of the coast ip stuff i think that's a smart way to make way more money for the people that are asking for more money and giving fans what they want and i think if they keep doing it with like this level of comedy where it didn't feel contrived and it didn't feel forced um and a decent enough story that you know it kept you you know going until the end i think they i think they have a winner so i like i said i think an 8 8 is a really good score and i think that that's where i'm going to settle do you want to change yours after i mentioned that are you still sticking at 9 5 or no did... i'll say i'll go back down to 9 okay cool all right so we have a 7 a 9 and an 8 8 so we're like right there we're, 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 we're right in the same yeah same it definitely thing. could have had more nothing it did like disappointed me, but it could have done yeah a couple of little things. things like Chris Pine casting magic out of a loot that <laughs> would have been yeah yeah you're right you're right that would have been so fucking cool like that would have pushed it to a nine for me if I would have if I would have heard him sing a song and then what he was singing about happened then I would have been like yeah that's so that's when dope. I said it felt like it was missing something and you guys argued against it now are you listening things Actually, that it's missing we were having a side thing I completely forgot that you said it was missing something. That's but why yeah. I gave it what I gave it. It was missing something that didn't lock me in. I just don't think that it was missing that much to give it down to a seven. It didn't have enough of Zank in it. I would have liked to see more, which is why I'm, once again, I think if they make Kyle's a second like, that one, guy didn't have sex with anyone. I'm like, this is a PG-13 movie. He could have taken his armor off. 
That's true. He he did only have like a shirt that went down to like mid chest. It could have gone down to his navel and really showed everything. I'm not the only one that describes him this way. Wikipedia describes him as a handsome and muscular man. There we go. With a striking appearance <laughs> and a tattoo on his forehead. I was like, I'm not the only person that's that's you know that's crushing hard right now. The wiki fandom. But no, if they make a second one and the second one has like Chris Pine casting magic and has a more of an explanation as to like the lore that's being developed and like. Things along those lines. You fucking tell me that's not the mind flare. It's not. It's a lich. It looks exactly like how liches are. It kind of looks like Vecna. It looks exactly like Vecna. That's what I mean. I'm not talking about from this. I'm talking about from that. Vecna is a lich. So, yeah. That's the whole thing. Um, But no, like if they make a second one that has all of these things, it'll probably knock this one down a little bit. Because, like, you know, higher than 8.8 is going to be like in the high nines range. So I'm not going to say that, you know, that one might fall at like a nine or something like that. And this one might go down a little bit more because I'll be like, yeah, look at all the shit that they left on the table. True. But for right now, I think an eight eight is a good a good place to. I'll agree with you. It's the year I was born. I like that year. There we go. I like that score. There we go. So an average of an eight eight and eight eight and Kyle is just an eight eight. Just seven. All right. Well, you can follow us then on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Talk Shonen. Uh, you can listen to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, but the best place to do that is going to be on our website, rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com. Uh, if you have a show and would like to be on the network, uh, on the f- homepage there, there's a section that says Join the Family, and you can uh, actually get your podcast on the network, and you can work with us, and we'll talk to you and stuff like that, and it'll be a lot of fun. But yeah, so until the next time, everybody, uh, roll 20s and embrace your fandom. Goodbye. Peace.